Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. All right, everybody, welcome to the Galactic Dads Podcast. We are your dad destination for all things geek, dad life, and beyond. They'll include bits of dad advice for daddy issues. We'll talk comics, video games, TV shows, movies, and whatever else strikes us as worthy to talk about. And today is episode 69. Nice. Nope, don't like that. But we're going to keep it moving, not let that one weird us out. Uh, today we will talk about uh, some daddy issues. What what do you do for a one-year-old's birthday party? Now, of course, we've got a lot of TV shows to run through. We'll talk about Masters of the Universe Revelation on Netflix. Uh, briefly mention the hilarious ridiculousness of Rick and Morty. And then, of course, there's a new Lower Decks and Prodigy trailers. And is Michael B. Jordan doing a Superman project at HBO Max? We'll talk about that. The Chucky show that's coming to Sci-Fi and USA Network. Uh, the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer gets a fresh breath of life with the official trailer that dropped today. And, of course, we'll talk toys, comics, and beers of the week. So uh, stick around, and we'll get this started. All right, everyone. I am B, and I am joined today by Laser Eric. What's going on, big man? How much? How we doing? I'm doing great. Doing real good. We got some good beers today that we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, we do. Uh, it's episode 69, which is... Nice. Yeah, still not liking that. <laughs> uh, I just don't feel safe with you looking at me, and you say that. I'll, like, I'll like put something my head might over happen. my eyes or something. That's fine. It's okay. <laughs> nope. Don't like that. Um no, it's a great day. We got a lot of awesome stuff to check out today. Uh, the daddy issues, of course, I can't wait to get into. Uh, but before we do that, let's talk about everyone that isn't here today. Mm-hmm. Of course, it is you and I, Laser Eric and B. Uh, but we are missing Jedi John. Mm-hmm. We're missing Production Matt. Mm-hmm. And we're missing Intern Justin. But that's okay. Uh, they're with us in spirit, and we'll move on. Yeah, and golf golf season will be over here soon, and we'll have production Matt back. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Although last time he used the excuse of work or something, and of course, of course, like this isn't a full time job that pays all of us, and then some. Oh right, right. Yeah, we're yeah. we're doing this from a hot tub, actually. Yeah. By the way, uh, I'd like to remind you: get out of my jet. <laughs> okay, great. If you want to hit us up, you can check us out on the socials. If anybody's not here and you want to let them know how you feel about it, go ahead and hit them up. The uh, social media handles will all be in the show notes uh, listed below, as well as I've been doing this fun thing for the show segments, playing the timestamps. Yes. And today I discovered, and a lot of you listening probably already know this, but on Spotify, if you click on the timestamps I put next to each segment in the show notes, it automatically jumps you on the show to that segment. See, that's pretty awesome. My buddy Tim had brought that up a little while ago because he listens, but he's, hi, Tim. he's a little bit. Yeah. Hi Tim. 
Um, he's a little bit behind on the MCU. Gotcha. He doesn't want to be spoiled on Loki, didn't want to be spoiled on other stuff. And he said, you know, dude, it'd be cool if I didn't have to guess where to skip around. And now he doesn't have to. Now so you don't have to. You're welcome, buddy. It, you know, it, it was him uh, saying that to you that clearly stirred the universe <laughs> to give me the idea. Dude, start using the show notes. Uh, and so now we do. And uh, I think we do it okay. Progress is progress. Progress is progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, if you'd like to make some progress, too, and help the show progress in any other way, you can do a little support. You can go hit us up on patreon.com slash galacticdads there. Of course, you can sign up to be a patron of the show, get a lot of sweet rewards. Uh, we're talking stickers from Tier 1 and then all the way up to maybe getting on the show mm-hmm. uh, at the top executive producer level. Uh, but if you're interested in that, go check it out. I will, of course, give you more details on that towards the end of the show when we do our producer-level mentions. Mm-hmm. Which Absolutely. Which is always fun. One of my favorite parts of the show. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about the other thing that we like to start the show off with every single time. Let's do it. And that's going to be Beers, Beers of, of the, the Week. week. Man, I always love the sound. Because it lets me know it's time for beers. Absolutely. And of course, if you like beers, you can follow us for the beers on the week over on the Untapped app. You can find us uh, Untapped what slash Galactic Dads. Yep, it's Untapped on the Untapped app. Just search for at Galactic Dads. You will find the shows Untapped, where we have cataloged all of the beers that we have drank since we started the podcast. Yeah, and that's you know impressive. Yeah, that's a pretty sizable number. And you, you can even suggest us new beers mm-hmm. or, you know, see what we've had. And, you know, you've heard it on the show. So you're like, hey, I'd like to try that. Let me go and find it. Exactly. When, yeah. you're, when you're on the Untapped app and you look up a beer, uh, I've done this at breweries a hundred times. You look up a beer, you can actually see the ratings that your friends give said beer or that you may have given said beer if you had it one night and you've had too many beers in between to remember because that never happens, but I, just in case it does. Yeah, never. Yeah. That's never happened to me, not once. Yeah, I can only imagine. A lot. <laughs> anyway, so today, here's what I'm having. Uh, I was a little busy with mm-hmm. with the children's, as, a, as will happen. My elbow slips off the table. I almost punched myself in the teeth. Great. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I kindly asked Laser Eric on his way to stop and pick me up a variety pack. And I think he did a, a profoundly good job. Well, thank you. Yeah, you picked up the Breckenridge Brewing, um, which I don't even know what the variety pack was called. They call it the 15er because it's 15. I, it's 15 beers, but I think they call it the 15er because it's a Colorado-based brewery, and I think that's something with... I mean, something? Something in the mountains. I'm not You know who could sure. probably explain that? Production, Production Matt. Production Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yep. all right. <laughs> we, we miss you, buddy. But anyway... Uh, at currently, I'm having a soft, lush, and intensely juicy Breckenridge Brewery IPA. Uh, it is the Juice Drop Hazy IPA, and I'm sweet. I think I've already described it pretty well. Uh, it is a seven percent alcohol by volume beer, and I'm looking for the IBU on it. It is an India Pale Ale, so of course it's going to be up there. I uh, can't find it. But it is a nice full mouth feel. I'm digging it. Cool. Yeah, it's definitely juicy. It like turns your saliva buds like 
instant. It's almost like you're drinking orange juice that just happens to taste like beer. Yeah, I think this orange juice fermented. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, awesome. even better. <laughs> All right, what do you got over there today? So I've, I'm have i on my second. I'll go ahead and advertise both here. The first one I had was the from the Stone Brewing Company. Uh, it was the Never Ending Haze, Hazy IPA. Uh, I did not realize just how, quote-unquote, crushable this beer is. It's only 4%. Um, very, very easy drink. The that's first like one a, that's a work well. beer. Right. That's a that's a work beer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that one is uh, specially designed to fit in the cup holder of your lawnmower. Mm-hmm. And it'll do the trick. Um, from there, I actually uh, took a page out of the Breckenridge book here. Um, got the Mountain Beach Session Sour, bright and tart with pineapple, lime, and guava. Does anybody even know what a guava is? Yeah. I mean, well, I saw it. I didn't eat it, but. I'm glad at least one of us does because I, I couldn't pick one out of a police lineup if I tried. But uh, this one is a 4.5% alcohol by volume. It, it's, it's a sour, but it's not, it's not that sour. It's, it's actually a pretty, pretty nice drink. So All right. Yeah, not bad. Rock on. Well, that's going to do it for the beers. If you guys are interested in any of these, go ahead and check them out at our Untapped app. Please do. Be our friend. Suggest beers for us. We'd love it. We'd love it. But now we're done drinking. It's time to deal with children. Let's talk about daddy issues. Wait, we're done drinking? I'm sorry. Talking about it. We'll be there drinking we all okay. throughout. All That's right. a good point. Good if we're talking out. about kids, I'm going to start drinking. <laughs> all right. Let's tackle those daddy issues. Hey, wait, before I just charge in and, and just run you over and take this, you got you got anything? Actually, this week's been pretty uh, pretty chill. Okay. I, I don't think I've got anything new and uh, new and crazy this time around, no. That's cool. That's I'm cool. sure I'll come up with something. So I am, I will tell you, for the next episode. <laughs> I don't have anything, but here it is. All right, let me no, unload. No, no, no. I'm prefacing for the next episode. Um, next episode, I am taking... My little guy B to his first birthday party for a friend. So, and it's just me and him. So we'll see how this goes. So I'll have something for next week. When he refers to his little guy B, he's not talking about me. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that. People are like, oh, he's taking you? Yeah. It's my first birthday party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good time. That's a good time. I do have a great uh, story of like dads taking their daughters to their first ball game. Like, yes, you yeah, do. Uh, but uh, I'd like to share that with production Matt since he sure. was there with me. So we'll wait till he gets back to talk about that. Cool. Because it was a good time. I'm sure he has a lot of stuff he wants to share. Yeah, the pictures were very nice. Yeah, so. it was a uh, it was a great evening. Good. good. Seats were amazing, and we even got to make a stop at a brewery afterwards. Man. Yeah. Little, even with the little ones, little kids huh? in tow, it was cool. Impressive. It was cool. Yeah, but we'll talk about that on another episode but anyway till then kids first birthday party it's weird how much stress is involved in getting together a child's first birthday especially when you know he's not going to remember it exactly mm-hmm. i think that oh, we need to figure out what we're going to do give that kid a cupcake problem solved let everyone sing to him no big deal mm-hmm. well, what are we gonna have to eat for everyone I'll get some a bucket of chicken, order some pizzas, whatever. 
well, what's everyone going to do? I don't know, talk and drink. Like, that's what we always do. I mean, this is easy. That's that's the funny thing with those big gatherings. And, and you know, I, I guess I'm a typical guy on this, but, like, a first birthday party, like, when we had Logan's, we had 50 people at our house. You've been to our house. It's not built for 50 people. Yeah, that that's impressive. Yeah, that was some Project X level crap, right? There. It was not <laughs> There was great. a car in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> we got a pool? Anyway, but... You know, it was nice to have everybody together, but you know, there are you know there are the questions of like, what are people going to do? But people generally will naturally gravitate towards what they always do, and it'll correct itself. Yeah, it's and, fine. You know, it, the the hosts will always worry more than they probably need to, mm-hmm. and by the hosts, I mean mom. Yeah, it's always mom. Dad don't care. Right, right. Yeah, I don't care. And and, and I'm saying this in the most loving way possible because I oh, know Steph's stressed out about it on both the boys. Of and I'm sure I understand. It's too. a big day for them. For sure. For for moms. I don't think the kids care. Um, <laughs> no. We even had, she was so so concerned about the day that she said, we, we need to extend our patio. Nice. So we have more room for people. And I said, Awesome. <laughs> right like i'm like yeah i mean i really want to extend the patio do i want to pay to do that no but i'm i'll do it right because then we're extending the patio so we essentially more than doubled our existing patio that's much that's a needed, good thing much needed by thing. the way mm-hmm. uh in fact so much so that where i look where the patio used to end i just think how did i move out here right and uh well i've got all this but so much room for activities <laughs> Uh, but no karate in the garage. You uh, you need to get another smoker then if you got space. Yeah, I'd need to get one smoker then. Well, if I've there got... we go. <laughs> all right, <Okay>. all right. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's cool though because now we've got all this like great outdoor space to use, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna rain Saturday, so you know, best laid plans. Always. I'm just Always. I'm just gonna open up the garage, turn a bunch of fans on, and say, hey, if it rains, cool. If it doesn't, fine. Truthfully, you'll probably be fine. Um, you know, even even with rain, if you've got, I know production Matt has one. I've got one. You're welcome to it if you need it. Those 10 by 10 canopy things. Oh, that's cool. You put one or two of those up and nobody's going to notice. You know what? A 10 by 10 covering out on the patio now would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Just throw a cinder block on it, hold it down. Yeah, or a couple bags of sand or something like that. It's not going to go anywhere. Feels, you know, like a bag of sand. Right. There's our right. reverent movie quote. <laughs> that is... 40-year-old virgin. virgin. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Like a bag of sand. Uh, that You know, that is the perfect irreverent movie quote. The perfect irreverent movie for episode 69. Uh-huh. Nice. Still don't like that. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I figured that out. Anyway, all right. Cool beans. So at least you're you're doing the birthday here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that's the good part. Yeah. So when... My daughter turned one. We still lived with my in-laws because mm-hmm. the house you're currently in, this wonderful palace, <laughs> it, it was being built. Yes. And uh, we just kind of were like, hey, we just do it here. Mm-hmm. And they're, of course, they're gracious and wonderful people. They say, yeah, sure. Uh, we still had too many people there. Mm-hmm. So for this one, we're doing a much smaller kind of thing. And like, like I, I said, Kent won't care. Right, right. It's perfectly understandable. We are We're currently getting to that point now where I feel like – you know, we've gotten away for for a long time, and I, I think a lot of parents do this, whether they realize they're doing it or not. But Barrett's birthday parties always tended to be a little bit more subdued than Logan's. 
Oh, yeah, because you never go as big as you do the first time, right? No, no. And I think we're about to the point where Barrett's going to start noticing if Hey, hey, where's my clown in Bounce House? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I mean, you know, if we take Logan rock climbing and then we go to McDonald's for Barrett's, it's going to be... Now, that's obviously a gross exaggeration, but, um, you know, we're we're starting to get to that point. And you'll get to that point, too, here in a few years. Um, Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But the good news is, for you guys... You've got a girl, you got a boy, and they're generally going to want to do different things. It's true. So that's going to be helpful for you. Yeah, I can already tell the differences in the children already. Oh, yeah. Just like, I mean, Kinsley was not boring or quiet by any mm-hmm. means. But Kent is, he is a mess, dude. That guy is a crazy <laughs> man. He just runs and yells and like, he always wants to be held, but then once you pick him up, he doesn't want to be held. Mm-hmm. You know, like he can't make up his mind, but he's also really cuddly, but then he wants to smack you. Like, they can't, you know, I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned, honestly, for my future. Like, um, he'll, like, punch me and then hug me and then put me in a home and then take me to breakfast. <laughs> like, this is what my future is going to look like with this kid. Yeah, it's, it, you know, right, from what I remember, right, right around, like, one year to like 18 months or two years it always seemed like like i always felt like with both my kids it's like what do you want dude what do you want what do you want yeah there, there's like no there there was like no no win there as far as like you know and and it's probably because they're they're trying to be independent but they can't be because they still oh, have to be extremely dependent on mom and dad yeah i get i get that i and that's i mean you know that's what kids are going to do. Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, let me tell you what we're going to do for his first birthday. Yeah, hit it. So, because I figured out, I know I asked the question, what do you do? It was more of like a rhetorical. Of course. Because here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to get a bunch of like Lena's frozen pizzas. Mm-hmm. Crank a couple of those in the ovens, throw them out. A little variety of them because those are amazing. Have you ever had yeah, one? Yeah, they are. They're really oh, good. Man, I love Lena's frozen They're pizza. Really They're good. local too, right? They're a the St. Louis company. so, yes. You know what? Let's reach out to them. Lena's Lina's is definitely a company that I want to get to know. uh, Aside from just eating, like if they're like, "Hey, you want to come see us like make and package these pizzas?" I'm like, "Yes, I would love to get a chance to get at you wholesale." Dude, I would be I would be all about a tour of a pizza making line. Mm. Let's see if we can make that work. Yum, because they use Mm -hmm. like a whole thick slice of bacon on their four meats. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's crazy. So good. Crazy. I've got that outdoor pizza oven, and that just... Oh, stop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're going to bring that over while I get the Lena's. Right? Yep. There we go. Boom. Yep. All right. Problem solved. Left and right over here. Look at the men solving stuff. Yep. Piece of cake. Every mom listening is like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my morons. God. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and get a half keg. <laughs> Bush light. Kent loves it. There Everybody you go. generally will go for it. There okay. you go. Yep. Uh, but no, just real easy. We got him a nice, um, like Superman themed banner. Sweet. Yeah. Which looks really cute. I think my wife got off Etsy or something. Very nice. Very nice. Very cute. Uh, I have to try and remember to take a picture of it and share it. Uh, cause man, I'm terrible at sharing it's stuff. It's all, awful. And, and, and I'll tell you the first birthday party is all about the photo op. Mm-hmm. It's not about anything else. Well, for my daughter's first birthday, it was, let's do the video. And I'm mm-hmm. so glad we did. Right? Yeah. Super cute. 
Now I just have to remember to do the same stuff for him. Otherwise, he's going to be like, hey. Oh, right, right. Where's my first video? I'll be like, uh, it's on the internet. Go that, for that's it. exactly what I mean. And it, it's so, you know, because you've already done it, and then you've got the inertia of having done it once. It's like, oh, well, next time we're going to do it smarter. We're only going to invite half the people. And instead yeah. of doing this, we're going to do that. And instead of doing, and then all of a sudden you realize, hey, you're putting in half the effort. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, kids probably not going to care. Of course. Not. However, that one moment they that do. One time. Not That's only it. that, but you're the parent. You're going to realize it. You're going to feel guilty. And that's what, you know, that's when it's going to really become a thing. Of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, I won't. Well, I probably would. I don't know. I feel weird about stuff that I don't think I will. Just because I'm like, oh, poor kid. You know, that would have been really nice for you. Even though I have nothing from my childhood. There is no <laughs> videos. There is no pictures. It's all, No doesn't exist so what's really funny is like my mother god bless her she saved so much of my stuff and now you know <laughs> you're like why do you have all I'm this? in my mid-30s <laughs> or something and and then my mom comes over this actually was like a year ago she came over she's like hey i uh, i found these i thought you might want to have them she had all of my grade school report cards yeah those really matter today i'm like i don't care but thanks that's cool like thanks. i mean it's thanks, really Mom. sweet that you thought enough of me to you know but are you an only child i am my mother's only child okay i All have right. a i have okay. a an older brother but we have different mothers so i got you to answer your question yes but no <laughs> pop was a rolling stone mom stayed home gotcha. <laughs> sure you something like okay. that but okay uh, but uh but yeah so you know on one side kid probably won't care on the other side the kid might care you'll probably feel guilty about it you might not but it sounds like you're doing this one right though yeah we got it yeah you got the right idea we'll be fine yeah for sure if anything else we'll just send out facebook invites in the neighborhood whatever put it on next door (laughs) (laughs) who keeps setting off my ring yeah don't worry about it it's me at 2 a.m don't look my bad you don't want to look at yeah no all right so that daddy issue i think is solved Right, I would we have say a plan. so. Yeah, we have a plan. I think we're in good shape, and I'm already in the process of contacting Lena's about getting a tour. Oh yeah, yeah we're doing that. Now we're doing that's making me hungry. All right, so while we get hungry, let's just go ahead and move on. What's up next? TV shows. You ready? TV we got a lot to talk about. Shows. Though. Yes, we, we got do. a lot to talk about. So let's mm-hmm. go ahead and get into it. Let's do it. Man, these TV shows, we got so much to talk about. I do mean a ton. So I'm going to let you start off because you had two good ones you wanted to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, we had some recent new trailers drop for a couple of the new Star Trek properties out there. Oh. Um, yep. We uh, we got the trailer for Lower Decks Season 2, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm I'm pretty excited about. The, the first Lower Decks season was hysterically good. Like It was a lot of fun to watch. Um Lower Deck Season 2, it's promising to live up to the hype a little bit. Um, you know, some of the highlights on there, I'm trying to remember um, exactly what was happening. It looks like the the main character, the guy, the the main guy, uh, Ensign Boimler, got promoted at the end of last season. And it looks like somewhere on the line he gets demoted again. 
Um, (laughs) Great. Yeah. So that ought to be a good story. That ought to be a really good story. I'm sure it will be. Um, Lower Decks is going to have Captain Riker and Commander Troy are going to be back for a little bit of... uh, a little bit of next animated season. though, right? Of animated, course, of course. Yes. Okay, yeah, they saved the live action versions of them for Picard, but that's another story. Um, well, and that was really good. But anyway, um, they introduce a new character that um, is a race from one of the Next Generation episodes where the race speaks only in metaphor. And I, I shame on me. I'm a Star Trek fan that doesn't remember the name of the race, but it's the episode where Picard and this dude end up stranded on a planet, and Picard has to figure out how to communicate with these people before he turns into a war, and he does it. But anyway, it's entertaining because this guy, this lieutenant, shows up in the on the bridge, and everybody's like, "Hey, welcome to the Cerritos," blah blah blah, and he starts talking in metaphor, and everybody's face just goes blank, like, "That what's this guy talking about?" So it's. Stuff like that is going to make it entertaining, and uh, and I'm looking forward to Lower Decks and all the goofy humor that it has to provide, and you know how they're going to turn that around and give it substance like they did in season one because they did a great job. Um, so wait a minute, is it is it Tamarian language? Yes, that's it. Thank okay. you. There you yes. go. There you go. Yes, I, I did do a little bit of like Star Trek Wikipedia action, mm-hmm. and for me. No idea what I'm looking at here. They have a great wiki for Star Trek, yeah. though. You're yeah. probably on Memory I, Alpha. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's excellent. It's very, very good. Um, Captain Picard in the Temerian metaphors to establish communication. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Yes. Obviously, I can read. Right. <laughs> yes. You wouldn't believe it, but okay. Um, the other Star Trek show that the first trailer uh, came out for was Star Trek Prodigy, which is a new show. It's going to be on Nickelodeon. It's designed for kids. Cool. Um, the premise behind it is that these children... To boldly seek out and explore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, these children are on a planet, and they're kind of stuck there. I, I forget the whole story. I don't know if they're... called in, Earth. What they're, up? They're, no, something like that. <laughs> but they're, I, don't, I don't remember if they're imprisoned or what. They, they actually show how they get free and everything, and they find themselves on an abandoned Federation starship. Now, I'm sure they'll explain how the heck it got there and why it's just sitting there with nobody aboard it. That could get interesting. It's awfully big to just be chilling, I would think. But anyway. um, The Borg have assimilated. Right. They're coming back to the ship. They lost their memory card. Yeah, hey, guys, we're going to need that back. You better Um, run, kids. (laughs) But they end up finding this ship, and they end up figuring out how to operate on it. And... The big lore on this this prodigy show is that the 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 I, I don't know if it's an AI on the ship, the computer AI, or if it's a, like a command hologram or what is Catherine Janeway from Star Trek Voyager. So she and and the only thing that that is said about that is in the trailer after they're showing the characters and stuff is you hear her voice say. We've only just begun. And you know that's what? It. I'm sorry. I just love that you explained that. And as you explained, you, you said her name, Catherine Janeway. And I looked at you and you're like, yeah, And you know. looked at me and my <laughs> expression was so blank. Like you <laughs> just, I was like, cool. Was it like I was speaking in metaphor? Yeah, he's about to tell me who's on this show. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, am, okay. I am very interested in Star Trek when I actually sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. But there's just so many of them that they're. It's because they're serialized in TV show. Yes. This is why. Yes. Star Wars, up until recently, was always just movies. Right. 
Right. Now so you, you could in. keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I keep up with a lot of serialized things. Comic mm-hmm. books are very difficult to keep up well, with. Well, the now. inertia of keeping up with comic books is it a lot is more difficult. insane. Yeah, it's very challenging. Uh, and then with all the streaming stuff mm-hmm. that's going on, it's like, whoo, what do I watch today? Yeah. Uh, so I the, think that's why my knowledge base for Star Trek is nowhere near what it is for anything else. Well, the good thing is, like a lot of these things, and comics are the same way, and in and, and movies too, but Star Trek is one of those properties where realistically, and this might even be something we can play around with a show episode on at some point in time, not necessarily for Star Trek, but for other things too, is you've got... So these Star Trek series are seven seasons, 20 episodes a season. It's a stupid amount of TV yeah. to watch. Looking at you, next generation. But you can pare it down to maybe 12 episodes that'll tell you everything you need to know. I gotcha. And, you know, because you get the question a lot of, you know, I've never read comic books. Where do I start? And, you know, there's eight bazillion comic books out there, but there are some that are better than others. It's true. It's kind of a similar concept, so that might be something to dig into a little later. It's actually really simple. Whenever you ask me the question, you know what? No. Ask me a question when we get to comics later. Of course. That'll work. Of course. But anyway, no, Prodigy sounds good. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see how the kids will respond to it. Is that that, that's live action or animated? It's animated. It's on Nickelodeon. Is it like... Star Wars Rebels animated, or is it like Teen Titans Go animated? What's the cat? It's, I would compare it more to Rebels than Teen Titans Go. It doesn't look as drawn. So it's a little more CG, right? Yeah, it's a little more CG as far as that goes. Which is cool. I'm done with that. Yeah, I think, I think it, you know, I think it looks pretty neat. Um, You know, as far as that goes, I'm curious how they're going to, you know, how cheesy it's going to be. Or, you know, if it's geared toward kids, but, uh, you know, I was it's geared toward kids. I was worried about that with um, Rebels or Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, and, we were proven wrong. And quickly. then I was watching that and I was like, you know, this is awesome. This is good. And that was that was still all Cartoon Network. That's true. So it could be good. And Nickelodeon's really up their game on a lot of stuff lately, especially their Ninja Turtles has been just wonderful. That's very true. Yeah, they're 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 branching out past their quote-unquote Paw Patrol formula. Gotcha. And, you know, they're kind of doing some other God, stuff. God, I miss Dora. <laughs> Dora was fun. Dora was actually pretty good. Dora yeah. was good because she she taught me a little Spanish, mm-hmm. and then she would ask me questions I could answer. Right. Like, do you see Swiper? Yeah, that fox right there. Right. Oh, what's with the fox? But anyway, <laughs> another irreverent movie quote. There you go. Seven. All right, let's move that one on, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please. Uh, um. Let's see. I also, um, you know, something that came across the uh, the old Twitterverse this past week. Um, Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, apparently decided to take it upon himself to do his own Superman project for HBO Max. Well, see, I like this, mm-hmm. and here's why: because there was a lot of rumors going around that he would be Superman in a J.J. Abrams helmed Superman movie. Okay. And he was like, hey, man, that's flattering, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but I, I, don't, I don't think I'm involved in that. <laughs> so apparently, and this is uh, according to a report from Collider.com, uh, and it was published four days ago. Uh, Collider's typically usually pre-write on their yeah, stuff, check sources pretty, pretty well, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I feel comfortable saying this. Uh, but a writer is currently working on a script for a Valzad limited series, and, of course, Valzad is a black Superman. He's a mm-hmm. Kryptonian 
Kryptonian survivor from Earth 2. Uh, however, if you are a comic book reader uh, and you know how Earth 2 went down <laughs> in the new 52, it was not great for Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. No. And they no, actually did not survive the invasion by Darkseid, although you find out Superman did. At a later time, he just becomes Darkseid's pawn, whatever. But you right. do get a new Superman, and it happens to just be a whole different Kryptonian, and it's Valzad. Uh, and he was also, I'm pretty sure, really entertaining. And I say that I say I'm pretty sure because as I was thinking about it, I was like, did Tom Taylor write that? <laughs> I'm not 100%. Uh, but he, I think, they've got this fan art on here of Michael B. Jordan in the Valzad Superman costume. Yeah. He, he looks phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I think he can do it, and I think he'll do a bang-up job. Michael B. Jordan... Yeah, I was thinking about this actually this afternoon. Like that dude kind of came out of the woodwork a little bit, at least for me. You know what it was? He showed up on a big project mm-hmm. that all of us were really excited for. And then that project was hot garbage. And I'm looking at you, Fantastic Four Reboot. Right, right. But that movie wasn't hot garbage because of him. No, not at all. He not was all. actually solid in that movie. He was probably the high point in that movie. Yeah. Or one of them. One of them, definitely. Uh, but I would say that Michael B. Jordan, you're right, kind of came out of nowhere because before that, he was in movies like Fruitville Station. Right. Which, phenomenal film, great acting, but not like box office shaking kind of stuff. Sure. And if your dad's like us, unless it's heavily marketed or almost geek core material, a lot of stuff slides by us. Right, right. We're not, you know, we're we're in that kind of middle ground on the theaters because we're going to see the stuff that hits our niche. Mm-hmm. But we're not like we're not like our dads probably are, where it's like, oh, if it's a military movie, I'm going to go see it. Like we're not to that level yet. Speaking of military movies, did you see Without Remorse with I Michael did B. Jordan not, in it? Not, but it oh. looked really good, dude. It's awesome. It's actually really sad, you know, like mm-hmm. if you were that character. Sure, sure. But as far as action movies go. I was like, this dude is cold. Yeah. And, of course, Michael B. Jordan looks like a black Superman. Yeah. Right? Convenient. I mean, I mean it really helps that he is just absolutely jacked. But what's, what's crazy to me about him is I remember at one point I'm sitting here like, what has this guy done? And then all of a sudden he was in Creed. Mm-hmm. And then he was Killmonger. Oh, he was so good he as was Killmonger. so good as Killmonger. And, and even in Fantastic Four, that movie was a dumpster fire. But... He brought the fire he to was, that dumpster. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was he was a pretty strong character. You you could tell that it wasn't his fault. No, um, you know. And now I, I really feel like Michael B. Jordan's kind of in a position where if if he's on a project, he can kind of write his ticket on it. See, it's funny that you say that because he has a production company called Outlier Society, mm-hmm. and they're the ones developing the Black Superman project for HBO Max, right? And also. You remember Apollo? I'm sorry, Creed. Remember Creed? Yes. Remember Creed 2? Mm-hmm. Guess what? There's going to be a Creed 3. Is guess, it produced by Outlier Society? Guess who's directing? Oh, Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. No kidding. Yeah, Michael no B. Kidding. directing that one. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So and, he's he's really stepping outside, like just being boxed in as yeah. one type of actor. He, he's really moving around. Yeah, and, and he's doing impressive work. He really um, is. You know, you gotta, you gotta I'm a fan. I'm Have not, you seen the Amazon commercials with him? Yes, I have. 
Yeah. I'm not even mad. Even the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, if that's what Echo or Alexa looked like, I don't know. I'm not, I can't blame my wife. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just bought my wife an Echo for the car. Do I need to return it before I install it? Yeah. yeah I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's going to drive itself and your wife to divorce court. Let me no. help you out. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, but there was um, a lot of rumors going around that he would be in a, the movie version, uh, which, by the way, the movie version that J.J. Abrams and his company Bad Robot are set to produce is actually has a script as uh, being scripted right now by uh, well, Collider calls him author and cultural critic Tadahishi Coates. Okay. I'm totally down for that because his work on Captain America. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of like really good people who are like hard in the community working on these next Superman projects. So I'm kind of down with Which that. Which is good because we might get some really strong Superman stories. We would. Yeah. We would. Even if we don't end up with a Clark Kent story mm-hmm. and it's like, say, Balzad or uh, Calvin Harris, who, by the way, is. The, he's the Superman of Earth, whatever, that kind of looks like Barack Obama. He's, right. He's president, and that's pretty badass. Language. Dirty mouth. In my opinion. <laughs> that could it, be interesting. It really is. I'm like, that's cool. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, a lot of really interesting ways that they could take these stories that may not even have to do with a rocket ship landing in Kansas. I've always felt bad for Superman because I feel like the Superman movies, even if they're pretty good, are automatically bad in a lot of people's eyes because they just don't, I I just, I don't know how well the general public resonates with the Superman stories. You know what I mean? Like it seems tough to relate to him. Yeah. Everyone that comes out, even if it's decent or good, I feel like it gets kind of beat up on a little bit. Yeah, it's true. You know, I'll give you that. I agree. So I don't, and, and I'm the first person to say, like, I wasn't a fan of Man of Steel. I liked Man of Steel. That's okay. Yeah. I don't know the source material like you do though. If I did, I might like it better. It's a little different. And that was more original. There was a little bit of birthright in there. Like it kind of, yeah. Anyway. Gotcha. (laughs) It was a bit of a hodgepodge of a lot of stuff, which is okay. Um, I just still, I remember when he snapped Zod's neck and I just like, (laughs) Maybe this is just a bad bad look on me, but I cheered. Nice. So I was like, oh, he had to. And then really, I was like, no, you could have flown away with him. Like, after the fact. But, like, you felt the pain of him having to do that. And it reminded me of a story when Superman had to execute prisoners from Krypton mm-hmm. with Kryptonite. Like, that was a big story that the general public kind of doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. And I thought they brought that pain to screen really well. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, let's see... Indeed, like there, there is some comic book knowledge that if you have it, it's not going to help you in life, but it might help you enjoy things that you would otherwise probably hate at surface value in movies. You'll find a different appreciation. Yes, there indeed. That's a much better way to say what I just tried to spit out. <laughs> well, anyway, let's move on to something else that I've had a hard time relating to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whether it's, they've all been on film, whether it's mm-hmm. been on the big screen or direct to DVD. I always have a hard time relating to the the Chucky movies. Right. And I bring that up because on October 12th, we're getting a new Chucky series on Sci-Fi in USA. 
and it's got Brad Dorf, the original Chucky, uh-huh. attached to the project. He's doing the voice. I watched the trailer that premiered at uh, Comic-Con at Home over yeah, the past yeah, weekend. Yeah. It doesn't look bad. I will say it does not look bad. It just looks like Chucky has a new group of friends to play with. <laughs> I, Dude, I don't know. I, I'm not a horror guy. Yeah. I'm not. So I mean, I'm, I'm not a Chucky guy. To be honest. Yeah. And this still, I was like, ooh, there might be some funny scenes. It, and that's that's the thing. I think it could be, there could be some levity there. You there know, has could to be. be. I would hope so, especially at this point. Um, you know, you, I think you said everything you needed to say on the agenda here. It says it's coming out on October 12th, just in time for Halloween. Yep. And we'll see there how it go. goes. Mm-hmm. That night, I'm interested to see what they do, because Jennifer Tilly's name is on it. Yes. I want to see if they bring her back in doll form or if she's a person somehow again talking to Chucky. I really hope they bring her back in doll form. (laughs) Right, of Chucky style? Yes. They're like, hey, get out of here. I'm trying to get one of these kids' bodies. She's like, uh, hello. (laughs) I feel like it almost has to be. I feel like it's a natural progression, I guess. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it it could be it, it could be don't mind really me. I'm just dying over here. Yeah, be <laughs> <It's> careful. <fine. laughs> it could be really entertaining. I I don't know how I feel. Like I said, I'm not a horror guy, but um, that's fair. You know, it might be worth a watch or an episode or so just to see kind of what shows. I'll up. watch an episode. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then that's a little ridiculous. But let me tell you what's more ridiculous than that. Can we just, this latest season of Rick and Morty is. Off the wall bonker. I mean, just really? crazy stuff nonstop. <laughs> Sunday's last Sunday's episode, and for those of you who haven't caught up with Rick and Morty this season, I encourage that you do so because I'm not knocking the show. I've just, I've been laughing really hard at just how crazy it is. Okay. Like the premise for this most recent episode is Rick gets in trouble with the president <laughs> and to erase his. His debt, he turns himself into a turkey to become <laughs> the turkey that the president pardons every Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it just it's it it goes sideways in pure Rick and Morty fashion. That's incredible. That's incredible. Some I'm really funny stuff though. I'm not as good as I should be at watching Rick and Morty. I probably should watch it more. I should probably watch it more with Logan, regardless of how inappropriate it is, because it'll get him off of friggin' YouTube. No, dude, it's bad. <laughs> My daughter watches Rick and Morty. Yeah, she can handle it, then Logan can handle it. Well, she can't handle it. That's the problem. <laughs> that like that's the problem. She does not need to see flying giant sperm with teeth <laughs> attacking the world. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I see your point. That was I understand. That was uh Rick's Rick's pendant spray, the episode. Oh, God. Yeah, that was that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my lord. Fortunately, she doesn't know enough. Uh, but if she has the ability to retain memories, which at four and a half, I believe you do. Yes. Yeah, you definitely do. I remember stuff from then. Yes. She'll start learning about stuff in school, and then naturally start teaching. And she'll be like, "Oh my God, that's what I saw in Rick and Morty." And, and that might be an awkward conversation on the way home. <laughs> it might be. 
It might. Or she just might not want to talk about it at all, which is what I'm going for. Yeah, hopefully that's the case. Maybe it'll get blocked away by something else or something. Well, yeah. anyway, it's nuts. I mean, it's <laughs> hilarious, but it's absolutely nuts. Uh, their production value on that show is really going up, though. Is it? Like, I feel like the animation's getting much sharper and stronger. Hmm. What yeah. season are they on? They are on five. Okay. He says, with all of the assuredness of not knowing a California upspeak response, Maybe it's five. I don't know. Uh, but definitely, if you guys aren't watching that, it is worth a watch. Um, there's only usually a handful of episodes each season. I want to say somewhere between six and eight. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. So it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of something crazy yeah, that has some folks kind of upset, <laughs> and there's only a handful of episodes, part one premiered of Masters of the Universe Revelations. Yes. On Netflix? Yes. I was a fan. I watched them. I finished them all last night. I haven't finished them all, but of what I've seen, I think it's pretty good. Well, there's five episodes in part yeah. one. Yeah. And um, they're only like 30 minutes long. Yeah, it's not bad. It's great. It's not bad. It's decent watch. I mean, it's. I, I, I get such a laugh out of purists and fanboys that are like, that's a problem. Okay, calm down. Calm down. Just take it for what it is and enjoy. Is it entertaining? Does it entertain you? Highly entertained. Then then we're good. Dude, I even start, this is how good this show is. Uh, for those of you who have only been hearing all of the rhetoric on, on Twitter and stuff about you know people saying it's awful because their dog won't stop barking, uh, <laughs> but also who... People who say the show's bad because, for whatever reason, I think purist is a great way mm-hmm. to ex- uh, to explain that. This is a good show. You get to see all of the OGs. I mean, there's characters that you get to see that I totally forgot about. And I realized they were definitely just, like, product placements to sell more toys oh, uh, for by sure. Mattel. Oh, for sure. But, hell, that was what the show was back in the 80s. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, I mean you get Merman. Get out of here. Right. By the way, Merman is voiced by none other than Kevin Conroy, or as everyone else knows him, Batman. <laughs> so to hear the voice of Batman from all of the Arkham games, minus Origins, and also the Batman animated series, Justice League, and a ton of other incarnations of Batman, to hear his voice come out of Merman is uncomfortable. Right. It is uncomfortable. Right. When you get used to it, then you're like, wait, what's going on? Because I close my eyes and I see Batman. Mm-hmm. I don't hear a voice actor. I definitely don't see Merman. So that was entertaining. Uh, but also, Skeletor is, do you know who is the voice of Skeletor? Mark in Hamill. Show? Yeah. It? Yeah. It's Mark Hamill. Yeah. And he is so good. That, yeah. That dude. That dude. That dude, man. He's solid. He is a, he's an excellent Skeletor. He's no Frank Langlia uh, from the live-action 80s Masters of the Universe film. But then <laughs> right. again, who's Frank Langlia? Right, right. Wait, who? Yeah. Exactly. I had a, uh, I had a Facebook friend that watched the whole, the whole thing and, and all that, and uh, one of the complaints that this person had was that Man-at-Arms was named Duncan. <laughs> it was like, who came up with Duncan for Man-at-Arms? Which cracks me up because it's like, dude, that, I mean... Okay, I get it. Like, you know, some things you'd be like, you know, especially if there's like somebody you don't know the real name and then it's like, oh, his name's John. You're like, really? You know, who's that? Yeah, right, exactly. But on the same, it's 
like, okay, I mean, it's really not that big of a deal, right? Like, not at all. I mean, yeah, some of the some of the stuff that people are getting frustrated or angry about is really funny to me. Um, in fact, I'm getting about as much entertainment out of the complaints as I am out of the show. Um, I did get a laugh. So my my wife uh, runs a Hallmark store, and they just had their ornament premiere recently. Oh yeah, and one of the new ornaments that came out is Castle Grayskull, and. Uh, you know, I could get down with that. Right, right. Well, I, I picked it right off the wall. It's like, dude, that's Castle Grayskull. And what's what's funny about it isn't the fact that they have a Castle Grayskull ornament. What's funny about that is that my wife has not one but multiple employees have no idea on the planet what Castle Grayskull is because this was before the show came out. And, you know, if they watch the show, maybe they'll catch on. Maybe they won't. Who knows? Maybe they'll get mad that somebody's named Duncan. But, um, you know, I'm sitting here like, that's Castle Grayskull. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. And uh, Well, that's you know, cool. It's kind of neat, yeah. Let me tell you what's not neat about this show. Mm-hmm. There is, I'm just going to go ahead and say it out right, there is a disturbing lack of He-Man in this yes, show. Yes, yeah, what, what's that about? And that is actually probably what most of the purists are angry about. I could see that. But then I recall, this show is called Masters of the Universe Revelations, not He-Man and the Masters of right. the Universe. Right. So, all right. But yeah, essentially, hmm. in the you get He-Man the whole first episode. So hmm. for 20% of this show, you see him in all of his glory. But the second episode, he's barely there. Oh, he gone. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. is he there at all? Like, no. I'm, I'm trying to remember. He shows up again, I think, in episode four, and then you get to see a, a good Good bit of them in five. So for like 40% of this series, he's not there. So you get, in these days, I mean, most of these franchises aren't built around one person. Right. You know. Well, I mean, I'm not sure where part two is going. Right. But, but this is clearly Tila's story. Yes. Which I'm also cool with. Yeah. Because I don't think there's much of Adam and He-Man that I have feel like I'm lacking and character developments, I'm like, there's not, I'm not instantly intrigued by him the way I am probably by like man at arms. Right. Or, you know, Orca. Yeah. Or, I mean, even Cringer at this point, but because this Cringer talks and I don't remember Cringer talking before. I don't either. Yeah. this, But cr- I don't really even remember Cringer. So. Oh, well, he's Battle Cat. Yeah. Before okay. he gets the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that might make more sense. Gotcha. Anyway, it's cloudy. It is. <laughs> it's cloudy. This is a long time ago. Yeah, it's been like 30 years or more since I've watched that show. So, But they do make it look really cool. Skeletor is awesome. Mm-hmm. Evil Inn, mm-hmm. I actually really started to like in this show. Yes. She, she had a, a certain likability about her. I mean, it's because they made her British, I think. That might that be helps. part of it. Uh, but I was like, no, nah, I... I get it. And then, like, um, Man Beast, Beast Man, mm-hmm. Beast Man. You like him. Lockjaw, you still hate. He's an idiot. Well, yeah, it's Lockjaw. That, whoever the Cyclops guy is. Oh, gosh. He's stupid. Yeah. He, he can get <laughs> out of here. Uh, Snake Mountain is cool. I almost completely forgot about Snake Mountain. There was a giant serpent 
made of stone and lava pours out of its mouth. That is so cool. Yeah, how did how did we forget that? I know. <laughs> but I can point out Castle Grayskull in an obscure holiday Hallmark catalog. Right, right. I just happen to be walking past it and see it, you know. But this show does make Castle Grayskull a lot cooler. Yes. Because that was the first time I thought as soon as I do this reveal, and they're like, this is really the power beneath Grayskull. And I was like, yeah, that's much better. Good job. <laughs> because otherwise, not much about Castle Grayskull looks like somewhere heroes would be living. No, not at all. I mean, it's on par with Snake Mountain in design. Like, yeah, is that, that's really where you want to live? Yeah, that's, that, that, it's got character. And I mean, I understand it was developed by a toy designer first. And they said, right. well, it's put in a TV show. It became a focal point. I get it. But yeah, that is not my, that's not my throne of goodness. No, no, no. I got to finish that. I'm, I think I'm, I finished the second episode. I think I got like five or ten minutes into the third at the most. I need to finish that. It's a quick finish. Yeah. It's a real quick finish. And it's good. It's good to watch, too. Yeah, not bad. All right. So definitely I recommend Masters of the Universe Revelations if you haven't seen it. Uh, if you have, let me know what you thought. Hit mm-hmm. us up on the Twitter. You tweet at me or uh, throw us a, a nice email at galacticdads at gmail.com. I'm open to ideas. Tell me why you loved it or why you hate it. Absolutely. Please do. That'd be great. I'd love to hear your feedback. Also, Kevin Smith is the producer, writer, showrunner for this. Yeah. So that, that helps. A lot. Or it hurts. Depends how you feel about Kevin Smith. <laughs> I happen to be a fan. I think, so. I think it helps a lot, but you're I right. I agree. All right. So that's going to do it for TV shows, if you're good. You good on TV shows? I'm good. All right. Let's go ahead and hit up movie news real quick. Right. You know, in movie news today, there was a big uh, official trailer drop that was yes. huge. And yeah. that was Ghostbusters Afterlife. It got a fresh breath of life because Ghost I remember Afterlife. seeing this trailer early on in the pandemic. Okay. So I think there were there were plans to release in 2020, I think. Yeah, I remember we talked about it a while back. A while back. A while yeah. back. Yep. And then um you know, it kind of got pulled on the back burner. I'm going to be honest. I kind of forgot about it a I little totally bit. did. Yeah, until I saw it this morning. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Well, hey there. I looked at that trailer, and this is the full trailer, not just the mm-hmm. teaser. It looks good. It does. It does. It looks, honestly, it looks like what I would want a Ghostbusters movie to be right now. Right now. Excellent. That's a okay. great way to put it. Because you get a nice chunk of the first Ghostbusters movie. Mm-hmm. Just pulled into like the middle of nowhere, Kansas in modern day. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a scene where Paul Rudd mm-hmm. is running through Walmart away from those, like the demon dog. Yeah. You know, from the first Ghostbusters movie. I believe you're right. And I think that is so funny. Yes. And it's also great that they use Walmart as like the backdrop. There's nobody alive right now that cannot relate to going to Walmart. Right. Everybody's been to one, whether you like it or not. Whether you shop there now, you've been in one at some point in time. Yeah, and to see uh, Paul Rudd in the trailer <laughs> walking through the marshmallow aisle 
and see yeah the stay puff marshmallow oh my man God. when i saw marshmallow man sitting you know popping out of that bag i was like you've got to be kidding me dude i'm like do they sell stay puff marshmallows Oh, my God. Uh, it looks like a craft one, and he's just wearing the outfit. This looks like a little co-branding going on here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, saw, I saw that and started laughing immediately. That was, yeah, that was really funny to me when I saw it, too. Uh, seeing him pop the Ecto-1 out. The Ecto-1, when that bad boy started driving, and then the sidecar comes out of it. Yeah. <laughs> just to give all of us 80s kids that memory of having the Ecto-1 yeah. with the... the the side would pop out, and you could put one of your Ghostbusters in it, and they can mm-hmm. try and catch Slimer or whatever. And that's exactly what they're doing in this trailer. <laughs> the kid from Stranger Things, whose name I always forget, so sorry, <laughs> uh, is sidecar. No, he's driving. His sister, who looks exactly like Beckman, yes, is in the sidecar trying to catch Slimer. Trying to catch Slimer, yes. And uh, I forget what the – it's not the proton pack, but the thing that okay. would slide under the ghost. Yeah, and it would oh. open and, and suck them into it. Dude, you're not far with Proton Pack. It's, it's something I'm, like that. It's, I know I'm close to it. Yeah. But they put this bad boy on an RC car <laughs> and let it chase, too. I'm like, these kids are really up in the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 cool because it there's enough. What's the word I'm looking at? Hey, I'm just going to use nostalgia. There's more to it yeah. than that. But there's enough nostalgia there. There's enough of the old. That it's going to pull people like us in, or even even people realistically like my parents, maybe that watch Ghostbusters. Indeed. Yeah, my dad would be down to go see a Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. Movie. I'm thinking about like my older brother because he had the Ecto One, mm-hmm. and you know he was still young enough to be playing with toys. I was a little young at that time, you know, but I remember he had it. I remember um, on my fifth birthday, I got the Ghostbusters uh, Firehouse. Yes. That you could pour the slime down through the roof? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I remember that bad boy because Ghostbusters at that time was a cartoon. Yeah. You remember? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And if I'm not mistaken in the cartoon, I know in Ghostbusters 2 he was, but wasn't Slimer a good guy by then? In the cartoon for sure. Yeah, because yeah. I know like Slimer was not good in the first Ghostbusters nope. movie. Um, in the second one, I think they just meet him again and he's just eating. I think you're right. And I think he's just chilling. Yeah, he, he was just chilling. He's like, hey, like what's that? going on? Like, of course, he didn't talk, but he kind of gave him, like, the sup but while yeah. I was eating. And they're like, hey, it's it's that one who's a lot less worse than the demon in the painting right now. So we're not going <laughs> to. I don't, I don't know what. I remember when I was a kid, I loved Slimer. Like, yeah, we Slimer was my favorite. That's because like, that's why kids today play with just slime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. There's something about that that's primal. And they go, make them cool, pull leather jacket on them, and make them love food. <laughs> And every kid could relate to that. He's just like every other kid at the time. Dude, I'm we dirty. All, all I make had, a mess. Yeah, and we I were eat all constantly. Dirty. We love to eat, and we all had fake leather jackets. That's right. You know, it so was there a it is. Yeah, it's a great there time. What but, a time to be alive! <laughs> so, do you think with? Do you think this movie is going to? Oh, and by the way, Paul Rudd is immortal. Well, yeah, Paul Rudd's immortal. Paul Rudd's the greatest. He's got a good like, beard in this one, though. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah. It's very impressive. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous that he can grow that. Um, do you think... Here's the question I have after watching the trailer and getting the feelings that I had watching it. Do you think they're going to steer this more toward... Are they going to do a good enough job at steering this more toward the young, or are we going to pull a J.J. Abrams and throw the member berries all over the floor? Member? Yeah. Um... I don't know. I think they're going to do it. There's a lot of member berries all over this. 
It is steeped in hot, deep member berries. That's the only worry I have, and I hate to be Debbie Downer about it. You're right. I mean, this is is going to be real close. This almost, like, you look at this, and by the way, it's uh, directed by Jason Reitman, Ivan Reitman's son. Mm Mm-hmm. And that that's good. That's that that's huge. A lot. Uh, oh man, you're right. Now that you say that, the trailer gives you all the feels of the best parts of the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, and I mean JJ's not attached to it, so it's probably a non-factor. Yeah, um, I think you. You know, I'm going glass half full. Yeah. Uh, this one, I actually think I'll see in the theaters. Okay. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, that could be fun. That could be a lot of fun to watch in the theaters. And I don't know how spooky it would be. Cause I remember from Ghostbusters, there's like maybe one or two scenes. The second one, oh no, that was messed up. <laughs> yeah, that one that was trippy. That one, I was like, ooh, I'm not leaving my baby in the bathtub. No, no, nope. Um, but the first one, there's like maybe one or two scenes where it's kind of scary. Maybe one or two. It's not bad. Yeah, it had to be the dogs coming, the demon dogs. Right. Yeah. Other than that, it's just kind of like, eh. Yeah, it's just kind of whatever, you know. So I wonder if launch. I would. I wonder if I could take my kiddo. Is what I'm getting at. Right. Right. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if the boys would want to see, or you know, specifically Logan. Like Barrett isn't great. I don't at sitting think Barrett's still gonna long. sit still for this. Yeah. Kinsley's about the same age. I don't think she'll sit still for it. I'm just trying to be hopeful. I'm trying it. to do more stuff in the world with my daughter. Like I want well, to take her places with me. And there's time between now and when the movie comes out. Right, right. And, you know, Strip club, liquor store. You're right. 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 The, the beautiful thing about kids is they, uh, you know, everything They're about adaptable. them changes every 30 days or so. So That's fair. You know, that's you never know. All right. But you know what, though? That's all I got for movies. Yeah, I mean, really, it's uh, it's been kind of a quiet. It's been kind of quiet on the movie front, ironically enough. I so. mean, there's a ton of stuff on Netflix. and well, of course. Um, there's a new movie on Netflix that has to do with some lady who's a vampire on a hijacked transatlantic flight is the oh, what's the name of that oh man i've heard something red planes i don't know but i watched the trailer and uh, i wanted to make fun of it <laughs> i couldn't i was like yeah i'm intru- i'm gonna watch this. you want to make fun I'm, of it but you know you're gonna watch i'm it. gonna watch this yeah. this vampire woman just wreck these terrorists <laughs> i can't wait because one of them is the guy uh, he played Dracula in Blade Trinity. Okay. He, he was in... Wentworth Miller was the star of the show. Prison Break? Yes. Yep. That, yeah. And then he's also Heat Wave on Flash and DC Legends of okay. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Dominic Purcell. There you go. I had to work my way to his name. Did you <laughs> see all those steps I Six took? Six degrees of separation. There I got go. you there. That's got the important there. thing. But anyway, that's the only other thing I had. Yeah. Uh, but cool. it's a good time. Very good. good time. Um, we got you got some video game stuff. No. Oh, good. actually, I've been. I, I got to be honest. The Olympics started, and uh, and Steph and I are fans of the Olympics, so there have been a lot of things where the faucet has kind of gone to a drip. So, uh, truth okay. be told, and video right, games is one of them for the next little, week or so. A little TMI for what's going on in your private life, but all right, here <laughs> nice. we go. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. We'll barely. <laughs> I, I do mean barely cover toys. And then yeah. hit up comics, okay? Sounds good to me. All right, let's do some toys. Do it.
All right. Just for fun today, we're going to do toys and comics together. Yeah. You know what's going to inspire that? Uh, going to SDL Comics and Toys and Collectibles. Most definitely. It's definitely where Most we got definitely. that spark for that. Most definitely. All right. Why don't you hip toys real quick? So I got the inspiration for toys this week by actually I found my old set of Marvel Series 4 trading cards from, I believe, 1993. Talk about a blast from the past. Yes, yes. Member? Um, member. Uh, <laughs> I found them in a bag here uh, a couple weeks ago at my parents' house, and uh, over the Your weekend, mom brought them over with report cards? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, over the weekend, I decided, because um, Marvel Series 4, that was the one that came, you know, they were, they were segmented into sets of nine, and if you put them in the binder with the the page of nine, it was the comic book sheet. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. So I um I remember I distinctly remember having all of them. Um, now all of them that I found, I'm missing a couple. So I'm gonna be on the hunt for those cards because now it's important. Now I want to complete it again. Now yeah. I need to complete a set. Well, I'm missing some cards because I had a lot of those Marvel cards, but it got me to thinking. You know, realistically, um, it got me to, you know, ask the question of whatever happened to those kind of trading cards. You know, you still have some of the sports cards and things like that. but Man, the sports cards are all going nuts now. Yeah, and think about it. We've got the MCU. Mm -hmm. And just on the MCU, how many thousands of trading cards could you have? You know, variant cards and the, you could have a black widow from pre-civil war you could have the infinity war black widow with blonde hair and the really cool vest with pockets exactly and the really cool vest with pockets you know you you could have all this and it could be a could continuation you could have white vision right you could have vision from and what it was supposed to look like for ultron's new body yeah man that sounds fun Exactly. Think all the different Iron Man Mark armors you could have. All the different Iron Man armors. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could all have... All the different cap suits. Exactly. I was just about to say, you could have Captain America from Infinity War. From You could have the whole Endgame series and the time travel suits. Oh, man, you um, could have all the Spider-Man suits. How many yeah. suits has he had already? He's had as many suits as he's had movies or more. Um, he, I mean, more. it's insane. More. So you're, you're playing into my point perfectly. Of course, you know this is this is something where, you know, you're looking at you're looking at Funko Pops. I walk over here, you got a bag of four Funko Pops sitting on the table. Those and are I, those I, are for Jedi. John. I know they're for yeah. Jedi John. I, I I know he has a problem, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know you think just you know think about it like it, those kind of boosters and stuff like that. Like thirteen year old me is getting all excited about it, and it doesn't even exist anymore. It's where mid thirties year old me is getting excited about that, it. That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, right now when it comes to cards. You've got Pokemon, Indeed. which is is still starting fights in department stores, and I love, love it. it. Love it's it. It's great. Um, you know the other the other big thing on the card front is for those of us and and whoever that are fans of Magic the Gathering, which there is still a very large large fan base for Magic. I did not realize this, um, but it actually really there's still a pretty rabid fan base, but. Um, Wizards of the Coast is releasing the newest Magic the Gathering set is based from Dungeons and Dragons source material. How did that take this long? I don't know. I feel like that's something that should have happened by now. Or were they competing franchises? D&D never had a card game that I'm aware of. 
I remember That's weird because I thought D and D is a card game, just with no. some extra pieces. And I, I don't know. I haven't I haven't done the D and D thing in a very very long time. Um, I remember when the trading card games started coming out. The the big one, you know, actually the first one that I remember was Star Wars. Oh yeah, they had the collectible card game, and and I played it when I was a kid. Gosh, I had been like eleven or twelve. Um, but you could have, I mean, they had, you know, specific like Imperial star destroyers. Cool. You know, I had, I remember I had the executor, um, and I had, um, I dug the bombers. Yeah. They had the bombers. bombers. Um, I had the conquest, which was another star destroyer. Um, but anyway, I'm getting, getting a little deep in there, but that was uh, deep in there. (laughs) Nice. Anyway, (laughs) nope. Still don't like (laughs) that. Don't like that. Uh, but that was the like the first, but Magic came right around the same time, and that had to be in the early 90s, um, but it's still around. And now they're finally coming out with a D&D set, and I've been, you know, I've been in a couple of GameStops, and both the GameStops have asked, like, hey, you know, you play Magic, we got the D&D sets, we're pre- taking pre-orders, even V-Stock's doing it. It's like, is it going to be? Is it that big? That's that's the question I'm asking, and I guess it is. It must be. Yeah, I guess it is. I don't. I like. I almost. I haven't played Magic and shoot. I don't think I had. I don't think I'd even met my wife the last time I played. But uh, maybe I'm missing something. You know, it's probably why you have a wife. Yeah. Hey, you never know. It could be. It could be. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know. But I I found that really interesting. I think that could be kind of cool. I mean, you know, to kind of no, blend those together a little bit. Um, other than that, the only other things I saw on toys, and I discovered that it's not as new and recent as I thought, is Marvel Legends came out with some new Infinity Saga figures. Yeah. Um, my favorite that I saw was Searcher from Thor Ragnarok. You know what's funny? I saw that, and I was like, Surter is not even, he's not even in the MCU yet. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he is. He, he destroys Asgard. Yes. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> he's definitely a big part of Ragnarok. Very, very big part. Like, taller than the biggest. Bigger than the city. Asgard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then there was also the Thanos and, and Tony. Um, which was cool. Which is, yeah, that's, that's a neat one. And it's got the different Tony heads. The one after, you know, he snaps and his head's kind of messed up and all that. Mm-hmm. From in game. Yeah. Yes. And then they also had Obadiah stain and, uh, the iron monger suit, which is also cool. Yeah. That I was, feel like that suit doesn't get enough love. No, it doesn't. I mean, that was the first MCU villain. Yes. Period. Yeah. So, you know, it what deserves a great a actor love. to be the villain too. Right. Right, he he sold it well, because like you're kind of on his side, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I hate you. Yeah, you you respect the guy because of you know what he has done and who he is and all that, but then you want him to lose aggressively. Yeah, because you hate Ironmonger just right. on principle as a comic fan. Because you have to, and you hate Crimson Dynamo, mm-hmm. like on principle. Because I mean, I mean Anti Titanium Man can suck it. <laughs> I mean, there you go. All of these classic Iron Man villains. Uh, and they really get no real love or representation in the comics or yeah. in the MCU. Yeah, nor are they at this point either. No. That's the And then although Armor Wars Oh, that's true. It's on the yeah, horizon. That's true. Armor Wars is coming. Yeah. That could be yeah, that could be it. So, so hopefully who knows? it is. That's it. What do you got on comics, man? Oh man. So like I said, um SDCC Con at home was this past weekend. Yep. Uh it was you know, by all accounts, a little lackluster. 
but it's it's hard. Ha, <laughs> nice. Nope. Still don't like don't it like when that. I do it either. Okay. Yeah. It's um it's difficult because a lot of SDCC Comic Con stuff what has been Marvel movies and MCU, uh even even DC's been there with a lot of their movies coming out. And now those have been pulled. Like there's no movie announcements or TV announcements from those companies at uh, San Diego Comic-Con right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that kind of feels like a big void is left there. But you still get to get some cool stuff. And one of the things I was excited for was Marvel kind of explained their next event for X-Men. And that's, uh-huh. that's the trial of Magneto. And yeah. I'm fascinated by this. Because two years ago, the X-Men formed their own nation on Krakoa mm-hmm. and have been living there. And this is all under Jonathan Hickman's writing, his tutelage, his direction. It's and, been very and good. And has been very good. Yeah. But there was an event that we mentioned a couple episodes back in the comment section called Hellfire Gala. Yep. Right? Yep. Well, at the end of the Hellfire Gala, they found Scarlet Witch dead. Yeah. And they assume Magneto's to blame. Of course. So there's a trial of Magneto. Now, the interesting thing about this is, one, Scarlet Witch is dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in the comic books, uh, just a couple, eh, probably about a decade ago now, it was revealed that her and Pietro are not actually mutants. Right. Which is helpful for the MCU. Yes. Harmful for decades and decades of story that had established Wanda, Scarlet Witch, and Pietro Quicksilver as the children of Magneto. Right. So much so that Pietro even looks exactly like Magneto. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So when that revelation came about, it was kind of a big uproar, and now the mutants had Scarlet Witch return, and by the way, she's responsible for decimation, Mm -hmm. M-Day, and mutants being almost extinct, and then they're brought back because of ways. So, of course, she doesn't have a clear ticket when she's on Krakoa. Right. So I think it's very possible that this becomes a fun murder mystery. But also you get to explore a lot more about Magneto than just who done it. Now, wasn't and, and and correct me if I'm wrong, honestly, shame on me. I've got the I've got the comics sitting on my nightstand. I thought Magneto was one of the members of the new X-Men team. I he the newly elected X-Men team. I don't, I, am I wrong? No, no. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think he's a member of the new X-Men team that was just announced in the Hellfire Gala. Okay. He is on the Quiet Council, though. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, he's on the Quiet Council with, with Charles. Charles and Apocalypse and yes. a bunch of other people. Um, Very interesting council, by the way. It is. Yeah. Mr. Sinister is on that council. Right, Mr. Sinister, Apocalypse, and Magneto are on that council mm-hmm. with Charles Xavier. And Cyclops and Jean Grey. No, right. uh, Jean Grey's on the council. Cyclops is not. Yeah, but even even Jean Grey has her uh, plenty dirty moments as well. Dark maybe, Phoenix, anybody? Maybe not as many as Cyclops in the last ten years, but still. Wow, they let Phoenix die for ten years, and that's why that's why Cyclops had to become the bad guy. Yeah, actually, okay. he went Dark Phoenix too. Thank you, Bendis. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> there's always something, dude. <laughs> always something. Anyway, um, yeah. So I'm interested in the trial of Magneto. Yeah, it could be good. And uh, the writer Leah Williams uh, was just writing X Factor. Mm-hmm. 
and that was really good too. I enjoyed that. Uh, and I'm down with that because Polaris is on that team, the X Factor team. She should be. And she's a really, really cool character. Yes. Uh, Polaris has always been a really cool character. And can, like part of canon right now, she is Magnino's daughter. She has been the whole time, for, hasn't she? For a long time. Yeah. Um, but now it's like canon canon. Now it's like full on official. Now it's no longer official that Scarlet Witch was, right? Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, but that For those who are keeping score at home. Yeah, which <laughs> wait ten years. It'll change. Well, that's that's what I try to keep telling Steph is because she'll talk about different things in the comics and stuff because she's watching the MCU movies. It's like, oh, well, you know, blah, 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 this, or why this, or what'll happen? And like, oh, they, you know, they might bring them back. What do you mean they might bring them back? It's comic books. No one does. Yeah. Except for? It's got delicious rice. Help me out. Uncle Ben. Thank that you. That dude ain't coming Thank back. Thank you. My, my brain was mush for a minute. Uncle Ben, almost like Peter, poorly cooked Peter's rice. Good, good Uncle Ben ain't been back. Now it used to be true that the I forgot what the trifecta was, but it was Uncle Ben stays dead, Bucky Barnes stays dead, right, and something else, and then they brought Bucky back. Yeah, but Uncle Ben still pushing daisies. Oh. Hopefully they keep it that way. There's some level of continuity. And they they will. They'll keep him, him dead. They'll make him the Sorcerer Supreme or something stupid like that. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Hopefully that would be a what if story and that's it. Yeah, hopefully. That'd be it. Hopefully. What if Uncle Ben was a deadbeat? <laughs> Peter, <laughs> Peter never learns that with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> you get a Spider Man's walking down the streets of New York smoking a cigarette. Here's somebody getting robbed. Yeah, that I'm I'm on break, lady. Yeah, Sorry. He punches the person Keep getting robbed. He, he punches the person getting robbed. He goes, That's what you get. For thinking someone's going to save you. Welcome to New York. <laughs> Bring travelers checks next time. <laughs> Give me your wallet. Anyway. Oh, that'd be fun. It would be. Indeed. Anyway, also in comics, uh, just continuing to read Donnie Kate's Thor run, mm-hmm. which has been very entertaining. Uh, from issue one, he has been the all-father of Asgard. Yes. Uh, which is interesting because since issue one, his hammer's been a little heavier. Mm-hmm. And now it's getting worse. So much so in issue 15, the hammer actually strikes Cap's shield while Cap is behind it. Oh, wow. And while Thor is holding the hammer. Oh, interesting. He does feel it coming, and he tells Rogers to defend himself. <laughs> no. and, and Steve Rogers is like, bro, you just hit me. And he's <laughs> like, I am so sorry. <laughs> but then they, they kind of get, they get down to what's going on with that and it it makes kind of a lot of sense Hmm. which i don't want to give it away but there's a reason why in one of the first or second issues of donny kate's run Mm -hmm. loki can pick up mjolnir there you go there you go huh now thor was a herald of galactus in this which was so cool yeah i was about to say i thought i remembered you saying something about that That was so cool That's ridiculous. And he lets he lets Galactus know how he feels about that. Well, and, that's good. and what Galactus does to eat. Like he's not going to McDonald's and getting a quarter pounder. He he's going to worlds and getting quarter populations. Oh my god. Actually all of them. He eats small. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that's just the hell I'm what hungry. Happens. I hunger. Me hungry. I'm a cosmic whatever. Uh, but still cool. Great yep. series. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff going on, but my god, if we went into it, we would not have time. Right, no kidding. We really want it. Uh, but if you guys are reading a great series, let us know. Hit me up on the Twitters, at Galactic Dads. 
I don't know why Twitter is plural. So just hit it me is. on Twitter, and uh, <laughs> I, I'd love to know what you're reading. Yeah, for sure. Anything else? That's all I got right now. Oh, you know what feels good then? What feels good? I think it's time to go hit up those Patreon shout-outs that we were talking about early in the uh, the episode. Well, let's do it. All right. Guys, like we mentioned early on in the beginning of the show, if you'd like to support the show, you could go check out patreon.com slash galactic dads. And there you get the opportunity to see a lot of fun behind the scenes stuff. Uh, you'll see comic book reviews, recipes from Laser Eric himself. Uh, the last one was a coffee rub for your meat, right? Yeah. I know how that sounds, <laughs> but it is delicious. Yes. It was the, it was the, co- I did the coffee rub brisket. Because it was the one, I think I actually chronicled the cook, and I think I remembered saying I wasn't happy, but it actually turned out a lot better than I thought it would. There you go. So it worked out. Uh, and then uh, there's other stuff there as well, uh, including there are the unedited Patreon member-exclusive After Hours episodes mm-hmm. of the show, uh, which we have regrettably not been able to do one here recently. It's all about getting everybody back in. Yeah, it's well, it's more fun with... Lots more people, people. yeah yeah because yeah. then we all we feed off each other and it, it gets wild and then we just cuss at each other and you know at least two or three of us get a little more tipsy than we like to admit couple two three all all all, all of us yeah. everyone involved <laughs> uh but those are available on the patreon as well if you subscribe and become a producer level member or higher then you get your name mentioned on every single episode of the podcast and as such, it is time. It is time to shout out our Patreon producers. And we're going to start with the OG, the man, Keith Jefferson. There you go. We have mentioned him on every show since we started the Patreon. Keith Jefferson, he is a father, self-described geek. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see him on the social media wearing his Galactic Dad swag from his producer-level contributions. That's right. Um, he's an avid listener, and uh, and we appreciate everything he does for us. So thank you very much, Keith. We appreciate you. We definitely appreciate mm-hmm. you. Couldn't do the show without you, buddy. Uh, then that takes us on to our next producer-level friend, and that is Special K. Now, we used to call Special K Special K because, well, it's what he asked to be called, and that is good enough for me. Yep. But you can also find him over on the Force Dyad podcast. He is there with Jedi John. Uh, a couple episodes, feels like a week now, uh, but they are hitting you up with all things Star Wars, so definitely go check that out. And then when you come back, you'll remember that Obi Sean is Special K, and we've been appreciating his contributions for a long time, he's a great member of the show. Long, uh, long has time. been on the show uh, more than once, mm-hmm. and uh, he enjoys defeating Jedi John at bowling, uh, where he constantly proves that he has the high ground when it comes to those scores, and <laughs> definitely on the golf course. And uh, Jedi John, if you disagree, come here and defend yourself. Yeah, come on with it. And then, of course, we really appreciate your support. Special K, you're an excellent father and just an all-around good dude. Yep. And yeah. that, that takes us on to uh, this other interesting guy. To the other one, yes. Uh, this is Mr. TK31788 of the 501st. 
Uh, TK is our uh, self, self-appointed Galactic Dad's fact checker. His uh, work is never done. His work is never done. We keep him plenty busy, and uh, he seems to enjoy doing it. Um, TK has been on the show as well. Uh, he's mm-hmm. helped us out at uh, the cons that we've done. Uh, great contributor to the show. Great dude. Um, you know, we, we follow each other on social media. He will tell you, and he's not shy about it. The brickin' ain't easy. Look him up on Instagram. He, uh, he does a lot of really cool stuff with Legos and he takes a lot of really cool pictures with Legos as well. It's a Lego habit. Yes, he does. And it's a good one. Yes, he does. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, TK is a great dude. And, uh, we thank you very much for everything you do for us, sir. And of course that takes us to our, I love you 3000 level member. And that is Joe president. Joe is uh, obviously the host of the Comic Shop Couch podcast. Uh, great guy. Met him a long time ago. Actually, not even that long ago, within five years. Uh, but become fast friends and really digging his support. Uh, he enjoys all of the levels of membership. And uh, he has not. Oh, no. He has been on the show. Yeah. 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 There was the yep. episode he called in. That was great. Yep. Uh, he got a like one. a whole one-on-one show. Uh, but we really appreciate his support. He is a loving father, really hardcore into all this geek dad life. Uh, so he is a very appreciated member of the show. Like I said, if you want to hear him, you can check him out over on the Comic Shop Couch podcast, which I highly recommend you go listen to. They got some good stuff over there. Yeah, it's a good listen. But uh, that is the end of the mentions, and we really, really appreciate all of you and your support, and you have more than earned this round of applause. Thank you. Thank you, guys. So listen, as we finish these beers, we want to say cheers to you guys and thank you all for listening. Please remember, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button. Uh, Make sure that you're aware every time a new episode drops. Uh, Feel free to like, rate, heck, leave a review and uh, definitely share the show no matter where you're listening to us. Again, you can check us out on patreon.com slash galactic dads for even more content exclusive to the patreon members and even to get your hands on some really cool galactic dad swag one day amazon merch will approve us and we'll have even mm-hmm. more ways for you to get some really cool galactic dads apparel uh but till then uh you can get your hands on sweet merch over on the patreon uh but listen guys till next episode we want to thank all of you for listening and remember keep on doing the dad thing cheers cheers <laughs>